Welcome to the 5 Minutes to Health podcast with Dr. J. Scott Reese. I'm John Block, your host, as we join Dr. Reese to discuss another important topic affecting the health of you and your family. Thanks for joining us. Dr. Scott, parents might need some help. Is there a best bedtime for young kids? Well, John, you know, we've probably as parents heard about every excuse from our children about why they don't want to go to bed. You know, I'm thirsty. I'm not tired. I can't sleep. Read, read another story, mommy. Read another story, dad. All there through the ages, we've probably used the same ones ourselves. But the truth is that the bedtime does have a big influence on the health of our child. Very interesting. New study was published, actually, John, in a journal called the Journal of Pediatrics, based on some research out of Ohio State University. And they studied kids when they were about four or five years old, and then they went back and looked at that same large group of children when they were now teenagers, about 10 years later. And here's what they found. Kids who had a later bedtime, the higher the risk of being obese as a teenager, a big health concern. Dr. Scott, what uh, should we aim at? Well, in general, John, I think a good rule of thumb is the earlier, the better. Now, in this particular study out of the Journal of Pediatrics, they actually looked at some hard times and they said, well, does your child go to bed before eight o'clock? Do they go to bed between eight o'clock and nine o'clock? Or do they go to bed at nine o'clock or later? And they found a very interesting correlation with obesity in the teenage years based on the specific time. Maybe it was seven o'clock, 7.30. Only about 10% of those kids became obese when they were teenagers. However, just moving that clock a little bit later between 8 p.m. and 9 p.m., that jumped all the way up to 16% of those kids, about a 60% increase overall. Uh, for those kids becoming obese when they were in their teenage years. If they went to bed nine o'clock or later, almost one in four of those children became obese as a teenager just 10 years later. So the time does matter, earlier rather than later. And I would say based on this data and a lot of experience over the years with parents you know, in different parts of the country, I would say before eight o'clock is a good idea. Dr. Scott, we find, you know, if we're having a big day and traveling or something and our daughter goes to bed later, she'll sleep in longer than she normally will. So it seems like she's roughly getting the same amount of sleep. You know, if you're counting hour for hour, it it seems to be similar. But is there somehow a benefit to move the clock around like that? Well, I think the consistency is the key here, John. Of course, there's going to be some exceptions. You're on vacation or some family is visiting, and there will be always the occasional exception. But in general, consistency in bedtime is the key. It's going to give a better overall length of actual quality sleep. We know also from other studies, John, the length of sleep correlates well to the health of your child. And so even though they might be lying there, they might not fall asleep immediately, consistently finding that bedtime is going to help your child over the long run. But that consistent time also builds regular habits. So you get regular time, regular habits, brushing your teeth, setting out your clothes, maybe whatever your habits are at bedtime, getting those done regularly for your child, training in those healthy habits and healthy disciplines. And then it gives some regular moments with your child as well. Some things lastly, at the end of the day, maybe you can sit with them, read a story, 
story, have some prayer time, share a Bible story, whatever it is, that's all going to be part of that nightly routine built on consistency. So absolutely, John, I do think a consistent bedtime is very helpful for even our very young children. Thank you for joining us for this week's 5 Minutes to Health podcast with Dr. J. Scott Reese, founder of iFactor Health. Be sure to sign up for important health updates on drreese.com. And we'd love to hear from you on our Dr. J. Scott Reese page on Facebook. Facebook.